What's up, movie fans and Netflix bingers? This is the Bros Who Binge podcast. My name is Adam Schubert, and as always, I'm joined by Lyndon Burton. Lyndon, how are you doing this week? Ooh, it's a big week, Schubert. I feel like my girlfriend said, Trigger said, you went from watching a futuristic Japanese show to a feudal medieval Japanese show. We were in Japan this week, baby. We're going to be in Japan for a minute while we review uh Shogun in Tokyo Vice great episode for y'all this week super excited for that as well as big movie week I don't know if you're going to the theaters but my ass definitely is because I rewatched the first one Dune oh man the first one was so good like the first one was so and I even got cursed to watch it so like damn oh I mean I'm gonna try and go um I know I'm pretty confident Camille is not going to go because she okay, was Liz. like it was the first she was like the first one was so boring. <laughs> See, the new one's gonna be the one. That's where all the action is. They're gonna be riding worms. Yeah, I know. That's what I told her. I said I've seen the movie. I've read the book, seen the movie, and I just went when it hits. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, it is what it is. I'm gonna try and get a chance to see it, if not this week, but next weekend. I'll definitely rewatch Friday night, probably the the new one, yeah, um, you should, you should watch, one. yeah, you should watch the first one before it. Like a lot of things refreshed in my mind, and a lot of things like that I forgot were brought back. Right. So yeah, um, definitely ready to watch that this weekend. I'm about to move to sub in One Piece. Um, I'm on like ten sixty one. Like last thing I remember is that Zoro was learning about his swords. Mm, so okay. While he's fighting King. Okay. Oh, so you're in the king fight. So did you see Sanji do Ifrit Jambe with his blue flame? Yeah. Oh, bro, Sanji's the man now, bro. <laughs> that shit is litty. We are we are a Yonko crew now, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's well, they're becoming wild, after man. the fights. They're Yonko crews, but yeah. And so I know I'm within just a few episodes from the Luffy finishing up. Okay, okay, so you're there. Oh, well, then, yeah, you're about to get an egghead. Liddy, <laughs> I'm excited to see what you think about Gear 5. Yeah, so that's that's where we are with that. And other than that, you know, still a lot of stuff going on that's currently running and also starting new. And we aren't going to talk about Avatar on this podcast because we haven't seen it. Just because based on the... You know all the stuff we've been hearing off yeah, online they're, they're, about it. Look, man, it just hasn't like dri- driven us to go and. There's better TV I, for I us mean, to review. <laughs> like, I I'm watched sorry. some of the first episode, and Camille was like, "We got to turn this off. I cannot do this." <laughs> look, and she likes action, she liked the animated show. The action is great. I'll yeah. give them that. I, I've seen like the fights on, on TikTok and shit. The action is great. But the dialogue is ass. I've seen a, a crap ton of dialogue. For me, dialogue. it's that it looks so CGI that it's ridiculous. Like, it looks like it's green screen. Every yeah, like it just... Walking, them walking around a green screen. My thing is, there's better television for us to review right now than that. Like, if we were... If that was... If we didn't have TV out right now, like Tokyo Vice and Shogun, and if we had no shows out and just Avatar, we would watch and review. But there's better TV out... Probably. That we could be positive about instead of just giving y'all a negative episode shitting on it. Because I'm sure there's some of y'all who love it. And if y'all do, cool, enjoy it. We don't have to necessarily just 
watch everything and shit on it. Like, you know what I'm saying? We don't have to necessarily I mean, watch things we I don't want to watch. I, I think when I get around to watching it, I'm going to like it. Like, a lot of the stuff that people are saying about it doesn't, like, really sway me from wanting to, like, finish it I, out. It's just, like, I have no, I have no, like, There's certain things that bother to, me. To jump on, into it right now. Like, the changing of Boomy's character, the putting Azula, like, there's things that they did that are just fundamentally different. And I've seen people who like the show defending it, like, oh, why did you, did you want a, sh- a one-for-one shot recreation? No, but I kind of wanted you to follow the storyline. Like, um, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily need a one for one, but like, you know, this isn't like comics where there's a shit ton of comics where you can fuse different parts to make a movie like with superhero movies. This is one story, one. That's the problem with some of these things. This is a one story, one writer, one continuity. So like you kind of got to stay in the lines. (laughs) And that's a really good kind of segue into talking about some things that we're going to talk about today in the news because a lot of things that are being readapted are being readapted and what are you know are they going to take liberties on stories that have already established so that's just a theme that's going to be running through later to talk about um Mm. so we're going to review shogun and tokyo vice uh, as much as far as up we've seen in those two shows at the end but I'm ready to get started on some of these notes because we do have some bigger stories and fewer so we can get to the reviews. Um, so starting off the Colt football football series, uh, the Colts college football series, Blue Mountain State is making a comeback. Alan Richardson will return as Thad Castle. Darren Brooks and Chris Romano will return as their characters. Um they haven't really picked a landing place for this. I think Amazon and Netflix are kind of competing for it. Um, so we'll see where that ends up landing. But it seems like uh, everyone who was involved with the show before wants to do this new iteration. I'm wondering if it's like going to take be about the characters of the show or if we're going to go do a reboot. That's what I'm thinking it's going to be. But it says it's a sequel comedy. So don't my know thing exactly is with get. that. If I'm if I'm Alan Richson, you didn't work your ass off to get away from that. I wouldn't go back. Like there's some things sometimes as an actor, even if people want it, you just got to say I'm I'm above it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like my dude worked his ass off to get away from that. Why are we going back to that? Like, you know, I, I don't know. I just Blue Mountain State was good for what it was, you know, in that era. I don't necessarily know if this is one of those shows they need to bring back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just don't know exactly where they're going with it, um, especially it being a sequel and not a reboot. Like, I'd almost rather them say, like, yeah, we're going to reboot it. And then these three characters are like, oh, yeah, we're, we're going to, like, have cameo roles. But, like, are are they about to be the stars of, like, a sequel to Blue Mountain State that is, like, what, not at Blue Mountain State or maybe is because, like, some of them are probably working in faculty or coaching? I, mean, I don't know if I want that. Mm-hmm. I don't want him coaching. I don't want him faculty. I don't want him as rival coach. I don't want none of that shit. Give us a new fucking show. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so speaking of things that are being rebooted, uh, American Psycho has been rumored that is they're going to reboot that at Lionsgate, and they're looking for someone to write it. 
So a lot of people have been talking about who would be a good modern day Patrick Bateman. I think that's a fun conversation to have, but I think, you know, just the idea of taking the American psycho character and putting it into a modern day spin is interesting. Like, you know, a good question is Patrick Bateman was a investment banker in the nineties because that was like the hot job. What is the hot job today? What is Patrick Bateman? Patrick Bateman doing as his hustle. Social media, uh, con social media, um, manager for like for a tech, tech company. Yeah, that's what I say. Like having worked yeah. at a tech company, social media manager. And honestly, instead of having him as this like suited up Wall Street guy, they should have him as this like Java coffee drinking, obsessed with people say about him on the internet type shit. And like if anybody says anything wrong about him on the internet, he goes kill him. Like that shit would be crazy. <laughs> Yeah, see, like, like like a disgruntled red pill motherfucker. <laughs> and I think like sometimes the word reboot freaks people out because it's like what we were just talking about Blue Mountain State. Are you like creating something new based off the idea or are you like piggybacking off of something that's already been done or are you doing shot for shot like we just mentioned earlier? And so this is one where it's like, you know, take the idea of what American Psycho was and put it in modern day. Instead mm -hmm. of being like a direct, you know, we're not doing, we don't want to do a 2024 investment banker because that's just not the hot job as it was in the nineties. Mm -hmm. so, I agree. I agree. So create a different American psycho, but you know, people have been thinking who could be cast. And if it was going to be a Patrick Bateman look alike character, who, who would some, be some good options or who would be some good actors to do so. The mm. one that I saw that was really fun was a uh, Glenn Howerton. He might be a little too old. But like Austin Butler wouldn't be someone bad. that was Austin Butler. Um, I saw a, a one for Skylar Gisiondo. Oh, okay. Like Shit, you know who the best would be the little weirdo Barry Keown. <laughs> yeah. That motherfucker could definitely do it. <laughs> he could definitely do it. So yeah, I think it, I'm interested to see how this develops and what it could be. Because it sounds like something that you really could rework. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get into the trailers. We have, only have two. Uh, let's talk about the first one, The Watchers, which is M. Night Shyamalan's daughter's directorial uh, debut. And it's a very in the vein of her father, horror, thriller, sci-fi. What do you think about it? That was all right. I, I thought, you know, uh, I need to see it. It's not really necessarily my cup of tea per se but i think it could be a special horror film if it answers on what it's promised so far yeah i think it's pretty wild of an idea it's like i don't know what kind of like mystical village or not village but a forest they're in that has like these crazy little like what i imagine to be like crab shrimp creatures mm -hmm. that are just like coming up out of like this little hole in the ground and just watching them live in this little room. also is this kind of a ripoff of her dad's films kind of like didn't he just do I cabin guess. in the woods <laughs> or am i tripping didn't he just oh, do, i mean didn't he just do a batista type movie in the woods yeah he like, did i thought yeah, he had two he did cabin in the woods didn't he have another one like this? Cabin in the woods, but it was something like that. Something like this shit he's had a lot of movies like and this. then he had the one on the beach that was similar to this the, the aging one i don't know it just yeah looked, I don't know. You know, maybe I'm eating. <laughs> Nepo baby. <laughs> there you go. Fucking, fucking Nepo baby. All right. 
we got a guest. But yeah, so moving on from the watchers, we'll talk about I saw the TV glow, which is supposed to be an up and coming director. Um, we see what Justice Smith and I don't remember the actress's name, but they're in like this weird A24 movie that is like somewhere between a rom-com and like a thriller horror. Yeah, it looked uh, this one looked a little better than the last one, but um, it just looked weird, man. It's on that A24 weird shit. Yeah, it's like, I don't understand. I, don't, I <laughs> yeah, didn't understand maybe... <laughs> anything about that movie. <laughs> maybe that's one where we got to watch the movie because the trailer, like you said, or maybe maybe we're just dumb. <laughs> I didn't understand shit about that damn trailer. Not a damn thing. Yeah, it didn't make any sense. So I, I don't really know about that one for real. But yeah, all these you... two trailers are both kind of iffy, but we, you know, we had the huge trailer week a couple weeks ago with the Super Bowl, so we're now things are are happening. Mm-hmm. Um. So moving into the rest of the, the stories, the Harry Potter TV series is going to hit max in 2026. Um, the series will dive deep into each of the oh, iconic books. Okay. Um. So what they got uh, split the... it up a season a book. So that's where it continues. So they assured the fans it's going to be a faithful adaptation. I think J.K. Rowling is involved in some way, which is controversial. Oh, people super controversial. <laughs> um, it's supposed people early reports said that it was focusing on one book a season, but the chairman and CEO of HBO Max, Casey Bloys, said that the project would run for ten consecutive years, which. I think that could mean that they just mean they're going to film it for ten consecutive years. It could oh still be yeah, seven seasons. But they're saying, mm-hmm. but they're saying they're going. It's going to run for ten consecutive years, which would, which some people are saying means it could be more than just seven seasons. I still think that's up in the air. Yeah, okay. Get one but season look, out the door first. Let's be real. Look, if it runs for ten years, you could also do the stuff after. Like you could do the cursed child book for one season, and then maybe do some stuff in the about you know. The parents has another season. You know, there's ways they can extend yeah. it, is what I'm saying. Um, so in the recent months, also you could been, my, my bad, one more thing. Also, you could make some books two seasons, like Yeah. Like uh yeah, Half Blood Prince is long as shit, and so is Order of the Phoenix. Like <laughs> Yeah. Um, so in the recent months, Warner Brothers has invited a select group of creatives to pitch ideas for what the series could be. They've narrowed it down to three. Um Kathleen Jordan, Tom Moran, and Francesca Gard- Gardner. Um, I've heard, it, well, Jeff Snyder has tweeted that he think, hears specifically that it's going to be Gardner, who was a, ca- a consulting producer on seasons three and four of Succession oh. and was a co-executive producer for Killing Eve and as well as... Uh, I want to say his dark materials. So she seems to be the front runner. I think like she'll probably end up getting it based on the other producing credits she's had. She's going to be the showrunner. Um, there's also the other the guy Tom Moran. He's a British writer who's done not a lot of heard of um, shows. So I could see also see him being like the sneak a sneaky guy who gets the the showrunner role but that's who they're looking at right now it's going to come out in two years so we sh- should hear more about it as the months continue 
All right, lit, lit. Well, we'll see what's up so with that, Harry that Potter. Was, yeah, that was kind of what I was talking about earlier on when we were talking about the idea of do you do beat for beat like for Avatar? Like oh, for this, like, I think they're gonna do. You have to. You have oh, to. Oh yeah, beat for beat. I you think they're gonna to, even. Cannot, they're gonna do more than they did in the movies. Change. Like some of the stuff that people were upset that was left out of the movies because I'd say Harry Potter. Is a is a damn good adaptation, but they left a lot of shit that people wanted to see on the cutting room floor and characters, ideas, and there's stuff that they can do now to where it's even more of a faithful adaptation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I think it's going to be cool to see that done. But I think the beat for beat thing adaptation that beat for beat thing only works for fucking comic books because there's so many. Like it's such a long in multiple writers, multiple stories. So you can condense things from two stories and two other stories, and it works because people have seen it in a comic. But when you're doing a book adaptation or an adaptation of one source material, you kind of got to keep it to the source material. Like, I've never... Like, for example, if Twilight was like, oh, yeah, well, we know that uh, Becca and, and uh, Edward get together at the end, but we're going to go on this wild goose chase to get there. People have been pissed. <laughs> yeah. So why is it okay with anime? Right, I mean, exactly. Like, why is it okay with, like, Avatar? Like, come on, fam. Y'all y'all just making up excuses because y'all don't want people to shit on what you love. It's okay. <laughs> Especially because, like, you know, One Piece just did it. Exactly! Like, in... One like, piece, even like, people, and people were still mad. Uh, and that's the thing. People were still mad about the tiny changes. It worked because they didn't change much of it. They didn't change that much. They kind of just took, they did what I just said about the comic book thing. They took something from Water 7 and just moved it up. That's what they did. Right. They just moved things around. But it's still essentially the, the same story. They didn't change anything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's the kind of the way I'm thinking with Harry Potter and that. So we'll see, like I said, uh, what happens with that later. So beef two is eyeing some big stars for season two, um, of its show. It's an anthology show. So this storyline, this time more revolve around two feuding couples, uh, Charles Melton and Kaylee Spaney is one couple and Jake Gyllenhaal and Anne Hathaway are another. Saw that. I'm okay. So this could be good. You know, I like Jake. I like Anne. Uh, this this could be big for uh, what's his name, Melton. Like yeah. this, this could push him to that next level. Yeah, because he's really been blowing up recently, and like beef two or you know beef as a TV show, and seeing how successful it's been, being involved with that now just elevates you even more. And I think that's why you can get Anne Hathaway to sign on to a TV show. Yeah, you know? facts and Angie. And Jake, yeah. yeah, that's huge. Have we seen it? Have we seen Jake do, John Hall do a TV show? I don't think so. I think this might be his first. Like, let me yeah. let me look that up. Wow. I don't think so. Jake, Gyllenhaal. I mean, he's probably done something, but like, not anything like not anything recently. I don't think. <sighs> like, um, yeah, no, he hasn't been in a TV. No, he doesn't do TV shows. Like guest appearances. Yeah, like that's it. So there you go. Oh, presumed innocent, but that's that's coming out in twenty twenty four. So. Yeah, no, oh, yeah, so that's a mini series. Okay, that's the first one essentially. So, yeah, oh, cool. Um, so real quick, did you anime since since Jake, since we mentioned Jake Gyllenhaal, I don't know if you put this on. Oh, no, it's not on the notes because we got we got to get to the reviews. But, bro, did you see Amazon's getting sued because 
they were uh not only Man. did they fuck they, Doug, Doug Lyman about not releasing in theaters, they almost lost the IP of Roadhouse. And if they didn't have the film done by the end of what year was the strike last year? By the end of last year, if the film wasn't completed, they couldn't turn the film in. So what apparently they did during the strike, they used AI to fill people's faces and voices for dialogue. They getting sued, bro. That movie's fucked. <laughs> Damn, so that's why they didn't want to throw the theaters. Yeah. It sucks. Well, no, well, well, I think it's because of the AI shit. And like That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah like, they, they had the AI some of it, so it's probably gonna look hmm That's a big and and they didn't want to get caught. So Doug and they were like, sorry, Doug, we're not we're not putting it in theaters, brother. <laughs> so they get they're gonna get sued by Doug Lyman and but whoever, I mean, I don't know who sues for the AI shit. I guess that's the actors' guild. But whoever's suing, they suing. <laughs> well, it sounds like they deserve it. <laughs> yeah, facts, facts. Uh, anyway, so another ad- anime adaptation is on the way. Lionsgate is close to the deal with Shang Chi director Destin Daniel Creighton oh, to trash. write and direct the live shit. action Naruto movie. Uh, it's not a TV show, which is fucking stupid. Like, yeah, movie. Yeah. So I pitched uh, someone. Someone tweeted. I think it was our guy Dan, who will be a guest on this show soon enough. I think it was Dan. So Dan tweeted, "How do you think the Naruto movie could work if, um, if it is like, let's be positive? How would you make the Naruto movie work?" So I tweeted back at him, and this is how I would. Okay, yeah. So he tweeted, "If you had to make this into a movie that isn't twelve movies, how would you consolidate it into a trilogy?" So I said, this is how I would consolidate it. Movie one, Orochimaru is the villain. And basically, it's Naruto. It's, it's, the, it's the entire series of Naruto. But it takes place in the tuning exams. Like, basically, movie one is the tuning exams. And it ends with Sasuke and Naruto fighting at the final thing with Orochimaru taking Sasuke away. Movie two is Shippuden up to pain. And it's pain. It's basically Shippuden leading into pain. And it ends with Naruto fighting pain. And the whole thing is him going, trying to get Sasuke, but meeting these Akatsuki that are fucking him up. And he gets to the final one. It's pain. The movie ends with an end credit scene where, oh, no, the Akatsuki wasn't run by pain. You see Obito facing Conan. And basically, Obito kills him, takes off the mask. You now see that's Obito Achiha. The third movie is the fourth Ninja War. And that's how that's the only way I can see it being done. Like in my head, you're yeah. cutting so much shit, but like that's the only way I see it working. And honestly, with the with the third one, I don't even bring in Kaguya. I make it to where Madara's the final villain. Once they beat Madara, Sasuke and Naruto fight to see who's Hokage. Keep that outer space shit the fuck out of it because it won't make sense to people. It will not make sense. <laughs> it already won't make sense, but it definitely won't make sense with that shit. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I would consolidate that much. How else do you do it? It probably have, it probably have to be five movies. Oh my gosh. (laughs) But I mean, like, you know, Harry Potter at eight. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I don't even know if we're in the era of having that. Like, when was the last time we've had a movie series with like over three movies? We're not in that era anymore. (laughs) Kung Fu Panda. (laughs) That's not live action. What? 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 Hunger Games? Uh, yeah, Hunger Games is now exceeded three. Or I mean, the or Divergent. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, I don't think Divergent made it there. 
like shit, bro. Twilight. Star like, Wars. Oh yeah, Star Wars. But like that's that's not you know what I'm saying. Like I'm talking one continuous story. Like Star Wars was broken up in 1970 to 2000 to now. Like <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So I mean, it, it really all depends on the first one. I think like we're, you're kind of on the right track with how you do that. Um, because you could start at the tuning exams, you could end with Sasuke Naruto. I could see how you could speed that, that up. I could see how you could speed all that up. It's the it's the ship shippuden, ship mm-hmm. whatever. That is so much more Game of Thrones than the original Naruto. Yeah, that, like you, it, it should it, be a TV show. It, it, like them shits with like, like honestly anything with over three hundred episodes of television should not be a fucking movie. Like. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry, bro. Thanks. Even if you cut the filler, you still had like 200 something. Like, <laughs> Man, you have a, to explain a lot. A whole lot. That's what I'm saying. None of the side characters are getting any love. Like, none of them. <laughs> like, <laughs> the payoff, I feel like the payoff at the end of your movie, too. Is not going to be as strong because no one's going to know who Obito is. Like, okay, no, like, no, no, no. Gonna... No, watch. Let me tell you. So, okay, so. In movie one, you uh the people the main characters I have in movie one, not, uh, team seven, uh and then Rock Lee's team, and, and like yeah. like t- team seven and Rock Lee's team, Shikamaru and them they don't really fucking matter. The other none of them none, none other niggas matter. So when when you're introducing Kakashi, you introduce it. You introduce Kakashi like where he thinks and when he sees Naruto, you 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 show uh his team. And you, but you don't show his leader. You don't show his mentor. You see him from the back. He has yellow hair. So the whole time, people are like, "Wait, who the fuck is that guy?" And you, and we never see the fourth Hokage, but we see Obito, his teammate, and we learn how Kakashi gets his eye in the first one through flashbacks. Mm-hmm. That way, when the payoff comes of in movie two, not only do you get the payoff of Obito being alive at the end, you get the payoff of who the fuck is that yellow-haired Hokage? Oh, that's Naruto's dad. So you get two payoffs in one. All right, all right. But I'm cutting every like Neji, Autumn, all that shit getting cut. <laughs> if you are not that, the main people right. or Rock Lee, that shit don't fucking matter. <laughs> and the only reason why Rock ne- Lee in there because we gotta fight Gara. <laughs> Neji's death hey. is a turning point for Naruto. It is, it is, but that shit, that shit getting cut. <laughs> yeah. And we like Shikamaru's team, Shikamaru's team is there to <laughs> give Sakura a rival <laughs> cut <laughs> and you know Shikamaru becomes big later <laughs> well we not we know, cut <laughs> gotta go asuma asuma's death that was so meaningful to me with Shikamaru saying i'm your god now cut <laughs> and we're not even gonna get the first battle of the team of my Arcos team because we're starting right at the tuning exams huh? <laughs> uh yeah, I would. So, I think what it, you could do to, to what you could do to combat that is like that could be the opening scene. That's what I was about to say. You could have it to where like the first twenty minutes is them going do Zabuza, the first mission. Like yeah. the opening twenty minutes, twenty five minutes is them becoming a team and going on their first mission. Yeah, something like mm. that. Oh, Which wow. is crazy, bro. That's fucking nuts. <laughs> uh, so Miles Miles Teller's role in Michael the Michael Jackson biopic has 
been announced. He's going to be entertainment lawyer John Baraka, who has represented many stars of that era and is the co-executor of the Michael Jackson estate. Um, Jackson was his best man. Okay, uh, so, okay. So, so he's going to be like Michael's friend. Okay, all right. Well, we'll see how that goes, uh, Miles Teller. Yeah. Miles Teller keep getting in so, these big biopics, man. That's his new thing. <laughs> the offer, <yeah>. this. <laughs> Um, Michael Fassbender is in negotiations to star in the Department and Espionage Thriller series produced by George Clooney. It's based on The Bureau, a hit oh! French spy show, which is great. That has been given straight to series order by Showtime. Oh, that shit is that show is great. Yeah, tell us about that show, Lennon. Um, it's basically just this uh French this this spy show um where the spy is this playboy. But he's also like caught up in this web of trying to figure out about these these terrorists that are uh, taking on uh, in France. And basically his lover has ties to the it's, it's crazy. Wow. So Michael Fassbender might be uh, the star of that show. Mm-hmm. Based off based off of what he did in Killer, I think he could do it. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. So that'd, that'd be kind of cool. I'm interested to see how that com- comes about. Give me more action than um, Killer. Well, Bureau Bureau has more action. Yeah. So yeah. No, I, I'd be yeah. down for that. Um. So the last story we have is the new iteration of the Fairly Odd Parents has been ordered by Nickelodeon. Oh, we I saw just that. talked about Nickelodeon shows earlier, so thought I'd throw this one in. Fairly Odd Parents: A New Wish will be a series that returns all of the the Cosmo and actor Cosmo and Wanda voice actors. And the this the official description for this series is: ten-year-old Hazel Wells has just moved to the big city of Dimadelphia because of her dad's new job. On top of being in an unfamiliar environment, it's the first time she's been without her brother Anthony, who just left for college, leaving her lonely and unsure of herself. All that changes when the pink and green-haired neighbors next door reveal that they're no ordinary neighbors; they're Cosmo and Wanda, fairy godparents, and they're coming out of retirement to make all of Hazel's wishes come true. Okay, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I don't like the animation how it looks, so. Yeah, so just uh, another failed reboot by Nickelodeon. Anyway. Yeah. This is a cancel re- re- canceled, renewed ending. Boys renewed for season five before season four even begins. We kind of knew that with Gen V. Like, you knew that they're kind of, they're building something there, so go ahead and renew it because you know it's happening. Yeah, facts. Um, okay, so it's time to get into Movie on the Rise, that segment of the show where we give you one movie or TV show that's coming out this week that we think you should watch, and it's Dune 2. Dune 2. Um, and if you're a Survivor fan, Survivor's back. Facts. Facts, facts, facts. Hey, look, are you excited? Is it is it going to be a good season, or is, um, it a, is it like a big season, or is it a normal season? I mean, it's a normal season, but it's just like... I don't know yet. I don't, I don't know if I like anyone yet. There's, there's one guy I like so far, but he his he's like you know the athletic guy and the athletic guy never wins so mm, I'm not, okay. it's not like i can root for him okay he's like some guy who played college football i'm assuming at old miss and <laughs> why old miss just shitting on him or because he said he said he was from mississippi and like his package it looked like he was in, in an indoor facility that can't be had, mississippi like, state and, <laughs> that, well it looked like it had red and blue in it oh okay so i'm like okay. it could, so it could be like liberty it could be yeah, Ole Miss, but I think it's a red and blue school. That's for sure. Okay, gotcha. gotcha and gotcha. and it's and and it's big time enough to have indoor facility. Okay, so. okay, hell yeah. 
and um, and he's cool and he was basically like we got to vote this guy off because he's a quitter and i hate quitters and i was about oh i guess we could say the gentleman too because i don't that'll be out by the time we're like potting next week like whenever oh, nice. we record okay. so it'll be this week yeah. and next week but i'm excited for the gentleman as well um speaking on reality tv boom, um bachelor's at hometowns now it's getting crazy okay and um love island i'm not caught up on but i mean it's been a good season so if anyone's trying to get into love island uk I, it's worth it on peacock right now okay hell and, yeah and um i'm watching next level show that's about it also <laughs> i know you're fucking with that shit yeah um so yeah that's uh that's all that that's what we got we for a movie on the rise. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, which one are we doing first? Uh Tokyo Vice or Shogun? Let's oh wait, wait, Tokyo did you Vice watch first. did you watch the new ninja um uh, ninja comedy? Oh, it's crazy. Look, we finally getting some story. The set did you did you watch the second episode? I didn't watch any of them. Like after we watched them last week, I, oh. I watched the second episode, yeah. Did we did we talk about the second like, episode no, last second week? Episode. Yeah. No, I don't think we did. Well, like, he, Oh well, maybe we didn't. But where the yeah, detective, where the black detective is there, yeah, and he's torturing that guy, and and we start to see his mm-hmm. powers. That's that that shit was crazy. Like his little spider arms. Like how the what type of ninja is this guy? <laughs> that black smoke can do anything. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of a crazy. But I'm glad we're getting story. Yeah, it, I'm 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 so glad it's not just fights anymore, and we're like diving into it. Even though I mean, the story was very predictable. It's just. This guy's going out to get his revenge from the Yakuza, but yeah, so shout out Ninja Kamui. But all right, yeah, which one you want to do first, Shogun or Tokyo Vice? So Tokyo Vice. All right, Liddy. Okay, so my man Kataguri going through it, bro. The duality of man. His wife was like, oh, you look miserable, but we're not going back. <laughs> <laughs> She was like, oh, you 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 wouldn't be happy behind a desk. Okay, so why can't I get my job back? Because we want to stay here. AKA, I found new dick. That's what I think it is, and she just don't want to say it. She found a man that's going to live with her and them kids there. Sorry, Kataguri, I'm just leaving your ass. <laughs> yeah, it was like when he called, and he was like, can you put mommy on the phone? The daughter was like, mommy's not doing the phone tonight. <laughs> like, like... Mommy said she's not talking on the phone tonight. What does that I'm mean? Like, what? Is she with somebody? That's what's going on. Kind of girl getting cheated on. Also, hey man, I didn't saw a picture of Jake Adelstein. Jake Adelstein is not having sex with that sexy ass Yakuza woman. Come on, fun fam. Let's be real. Oh, he man. lying. He lying. <laughs> he lying. <laughs> he is lying. That woman said, Oh, Jake son, come into my room. No. No, that's not happening. <laughs> you know, you know, if he would have brought her that U.S. Embassy party, all the ambassadors should be like, he paid for that. <laughs> Bro, I didn't. Uh, funny enough, I didn't know which sex scene made me more uncomfortable. The Jake Adelstein sex scene or the fucking whore in Shogun jerking off that random guy looking at the fucking daimyo like, hey, you want this? And he was like, ooh, I kind of like this. Let me drink my sake while she's jerking this nigga off. <laughs> yeah, that shit was wild, too. Um, 
Um, it's was, definitely Jake Adelstein though, because we know he that he's a fake. Oh yes, you know, yes, that shit's yes. fake. That shit is definitely fake. Also, the funny thing was that the motorcycle gang was letting him just be a part of the team. <laughs> Steal some bikes, you know, <laughs> he'll tell their story. You know, if, yeah, if they go to jail, eh, they go to jail. Just don't put our pictures on it. Like, what? Y'all still gonna go to jail, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, I love how like they were like, um, he was like, I didn't put any of your names in the articles. And then she was like, but they cracked down when you told the story. I was like, Dude, you guys didn't think about this? Like, he's telling the story about the uh, bicycle thieves. You don't think we're going to crack down on bicycle thieves? <laughs> you don't think we're going to look for fools? this? Idiots, bro. Idiots. And then... And, and, and then Jake just got him into the game. Bruh, crazy. And then uh, the Sato thing. So I, I, I led you astray with my prediction last week, saying that he was going to lead a gang. That nigga not about to lead a gang. <laughs> he's too deep. <laughs> yeah, he's too deep. <laughs> I, I did a fake theory last week just because I was like, well, I can't give it away. Cause, I mean, he was <laughs> he was kind of starting a gang with his brother. Yeah, with the computer. Well, he's trying to make money he's on the side. side. That's going to get him yeah. killed. I'm just letting you know. That's gonna, him. If he don't tell the Oyabon about this side hustle, that's gonna get his ass killed. Especially because uh old boy is already manipulating. Oh, yeah, his big his big it. brother. Yeah, that dude's Hanyaman, that nigga sucks. Hanyaman, <laughs> and he's going into Samantha's club and messing, yeah, breaking <laughs> oh, bottles and shit. Yeah, because she didn't want to hire that lady back. When she went to the OE button and was and he was like, You're gonna pay me the next six months, and she was like, I'll pay you too. Mm, <laughs> I know she was doing a watch a lot of wild shit, telling him that. And then saying, oh, yeah, I'm not hiring this girl back. Like, Samantha, you just some white bitch from America. You better calm down. <laughs> she's earning the respect she's got, too, if she wants to be the mama son of that club, you know? True, 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 true. The Oyaban is growing respect for her. That is facts. But not Hanyaman. Hanyaman go slap her like he slapped that other lady. <laughs> and And she's got to, like, spy on that dude. Mm. Like get the information. Oh, the, the contractor. Wild. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Like I also thought it was crazy when oh you when they were like being like oh yeah she Geraldine she was like or whatever her name was Claudine yeah, she, she was Claudine she, yeah like, she was our oh, spy yeah, she, was, she was one of us she was our spy she was, <laughs> she was trying to get that information so now so you're gonna have to get yeah since since you fired her she you got to do it now we didn't want to get you involved but your ass wanted to keep pushing keep pushing so now bitch. If you want to keep doing this and live here, you got to spy for us. Straight up. Yeah. So the last thing I saw was uh, the end of episode three, where uh, we see that Tozawa is back. Yeah, I knew he wasn't going to be going long. He going to try yeah. to kill Jake ass. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> he definitely going to try to kill Jake ass. Jake slept with his bitch. <laughs> Dude, we got, we got the show for another all the way to April 4th. Ugh. Oh, it's gonna be oh, because we're, we're about to get the war, bro. Hanyaman definitely about to fight Tozawa. Yeah, we're we're not even halfway. No, hell no. This season gonna be longer it's than so the last good. one. I feel. Let me see. It's ten seasons. It's ten episodes this this season. What was last season? Eight. Yeah, it was eight. It was yeah, eight last season. I was about to say. Yeah, I feel like this season's gonna be longer. We got a lot more shit to tell. And then Shogun. I only watched one episode. I should have watched two. That's my bad. Let me say this. How did you watch it? Before I say what I was about to say. Did you choose? Did you choose the dub option? 
No. Thank goodness. I was going to judge. Anybody who chose that dub option on Hulu, you need their ass whooped. You got to, if you're not going to watch it the the way that it was, like, what? You're not, you're not going to watch it the, the correct way? You're going to watch it dubbed over with some trash English voices? That would... That would confuse me because, like, it's, that would take away from the translate. It's a translator show, like, it's like you know, yeah, the translator is a big part. That would take away like the meaning that the exactly, translator bro. Was, like, that was like the whole tension is like every time he talks, you're like, what is mm-hmm. the translator say? Every time black and like that was the major thing with the fucking with the priest in episode one, like because the priest was fucking him and like not uh, and when we're talking about him. Let's explain. We're talking about the the um, John Blackthorn. John Blackthorn, who represents the first Hollish or ho- the first person from Holland to come set up trades with um with the J- Japanese. If you saw Samurai Shampoo, you remember when the Holland man came to Japan. There's many uh, anime that use this guy coming to Japan. That's why the first thing was called Ajin. Ajin means pilot. He's the first real trader to really like mess with them like that build real relations with uh hero hero yuki sanada's character of lord toganawa because he ends up in real life uh hero yuki sanada's character ends up being the shogun and the white guy ends up being one of his uh vassals and one of like his big people that so this story is about blackstone's rise through uh japanese society as a as a gajin a white man and it also represents Lord Toronaga becoming the Shogun, even though he doesn't want to be. Like, that's what that's why that lady was like, you need to be the Shogun because his people back in the gap were always fighting for it. And he was like, I just want to be a good guy and I want to get the prince to be the Shogun. And we're, we're past all of that relic stuff. She was like, no, we not. You got to kill these people because they got you trapped. Yeah, I mean, he's basically a prisoner in the castle. Mm-hmm. Um, even though even though that woman did want to be to his to his his castle like he wasn't keeping the lady's mom hostage she really wanted to go there yeah exactly mm-hmm. yeah so you know it's it's a crazy situation over there the political games you'll see even more on the second episode how the i see why they say it's game of thrones i see why they say this is the most epic show since game of thrones because of the political nature of it yeah i mean it's it's very much and because, like, you know, Japanese culture is so, like, based in honor and, like, they talk mm-hmm. about, I don't think even in the first episode, you oh, felt bad, about, like, bro, the about the guy. Like, they have the three hearts, like, they have a heart in their mouth, a heart in mm-hmm. their chest, and a heart in their and, soul and or something. When, you remember when that dude just blurted out that dumb shit? I knew when he blurted that shit, he was about to die. Not only did he have to kill himself, he had to kill his baby? Trash. Yeah. <laughs> Trash. Like, why did he open his mouth? That was so stupid. <laughs> That was stupid. <laughs> Even though his master thought it was brave. <laughs> you thought it was brave? Don't kill him, motherfucker. Don't tell me that shit, brave. <laughs> Let me live. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. We're going to see a lot of that. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of like, oh, betrayer of honor and seppuku being committed. Yeah, it sucks because, like, I was thinking about other things that I'm trying to, like, bite my tongue on. Like, things oh, yeah. Happen, look, but, like, I mean, we pretty much covered everything. It's just... It's basically just Blackthorn getting to Osaka is the first one meeting uh, the different players of Lord Toronaga, who's by Hiroyuki Sanada. And then I like the guy who was watching that woman jack off that dude. That guy, I feel like it's going to be a badass. He's going to be a fighter. Yeah, I think I remember who you're talking about. I think that's who I'm who talking about. fell off the cliff and, and, he, and because right. Blackthorn challenged him to go save that right. uh, Spanish guy. Right. 
So yeah, the one thing I'll tell you, it's not too big of a spoiler because it's just like the nature of the show. But like he's like. He's got alliances with like all those council guys. Like, oh, I believe it. Yeah, I, like, I, I, I believe he's, he's a snake. He's, well, it's not that he's a snake. Like, he's, he's just trying to pick the, to yeah, his guy. But like he's like, if if his guy loses, he's trying to figure a way to where he could get on top. No, for sure. So he could live. For sure. Yeah, facts. Live. Facts. Facts. Like basically, if they if they vote to kill T- with Togawa or whatever, then mm-hmm. everyone dies. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to make it to where his he stays straight. But hey, the fact that they burned that white man alive, that shit was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um Odin wouldn't be Odin if it Yeah, if he didn't if it wasn't boiled. That's what I thought of. Yo. White man Odin food. I was like, eee, nasty. But that woman, which was even crazier, that woman who jacked off that guy, she liked it. She was like, Ooh, I like them screams. That bitch is crazy. <laughs> yeah. She gonna be doing wild shit this Crazy. season. <laughs> I'm ready for it. <laughs> that concubine. <laughs> and she was sexy too. <laughs> I give it to her. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I think the the cast is well done. It is oh, it's great. A sub, it is a sub heavy show, but I mean, it's just the same as Tokyo Vice. It's it has like, to be like, yeah, like, yeah. You know, it is a show in Japan. Do you like, want it so to be whitewashed? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And like, like exactly. And the differences in language is part of the story. Like mm-hmm. it's your advice, like because Jake is, you know, a Ganjin and like he earns respect in some ways through how he is in Japanese culture, like how he's burned respect through his writing and people mm-hmm. are like, Oh wow, like he's like, you know, this guy is like worth you know. This Blackthorn guy's gonna have to and, earn his respect the same way Jake had to. Right. So that's right. facts, but great shows. I'm excited to keep it going. So we'll be reviewing this. We got our shows, so jump on, peeps. Yeah, definitely. I'm excited to keep rolling with these. We did them for a while. I think Shogun's going to be about ten episodes too. Yep. So we'll be here for a minute. But but I guess it'll be one a week from now on. Yeah, facts, facts, which is trash. <laughs> All right. Um. Well, next week, we'll definitely talk about Dune if we both see it. Oh, yeah, I'm going to see it. As long as you see it, we'll talk about it. Because I'm going to go. We'll see. So, yeah, we'll do that. Possibly. I'm not unsure. But we'll keep on with the shows, at least. Yes, sir. So... Um. Yeah, so let everyone know what's going on with the Bros Thing Network, Linda. Yes, sir. So if you haven't checked out the Run It Back with the Matrix yet, check that out today. Uh, the newest episode of Buzzer Beater Banter will be out by the time you guys hear this. Um, we will also have the Bros Thing podcast out Friday. Uh, anime talk will be out this weekend, and a bunch of manga, One Piece m- manga, One Piece content, and manga content will be out. It's filmed already. I just have to edit. Uh, there's like four videos. I just have to edit tonight. Two of them will be out tomorrow, and then the other two will be out later this weekend. So a lot of content dropping. Just be on the lookout. Subscribe to the YouTube and subscribe to wherever you get podcasts. Also, if you haven't seen the Cartoon Network draft, that will be out on YouTube tonight. So, cool. All right. Yeah, definitely check out everything going on with the network and especially um, all the stuff that's out on YouTube for this show. Thanks. And um, I hope everyone out there has a great week. You can catch me on X at uh, Shubes BWT. And um, yeah, and so definitely check us out next week. Hopefully, we'll both see Dune. Hopefully, you will as well as we hope to talk about Dune. But if you haven't started watching Shogun or are watching Tokyo Vice, get on it and it's listen great to TV. us talk about it because we're probably not, maybe not Shogun, but Tokyo Vice, we're probably the only podcast talking about it. Facts. <laughs> facts. That's a fact. I, I looked it up. 
I looked it up on Spotify and I was like, oh, no podcast talking about Tokyo Vice. It's us. We're running it just like we were one of the only ones talking about heels. Right. <laughs> so okay. catch us again for more next week. Uh, have a great week. And as always, keep binging. <laughs>